Hey, Walter, how's it going? You're muted. Thanks. Alan, you copy? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, great. Uh, Stan was going to kind of try to join us, talk to he and Nelly this morning, so they should be on with us when the time starts for the meeting. Okay. Uh, Were you up in sunlight today? We have, uh, Dane was up there on filing three getting those ILCs ready. They're getting ready for uh, starting design on all those lots for houses, but they'll be pushing them this summer. Like trying to start construction this summer? They'll be open. Yeah, they'll be doing foundations this summer. Wow. It's yeah. crazy how things fast are moving up here right now. Oh, it's gangbusters, isn't it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's, you know, I mean, people are pushing that stuff all over town. We have our staff meetings and I don't even show the guys a number of site designs. Some reason I said yes to a while ago, <laughs> but and I also got to, you know, then I have to get a city project in and that takes a lot of, a lot of effort of the guys. So I can't just pull them off them to do, you know, a two day site design. So. It's yeah. No, that makes sense. Hey, while I've got you on the phone, or while we've got some time, uh, I've been talking to Kevin Zimmerman and Kenny Reisman about that property over on the Elk River. Yeah. Um, I found a elevation certificate from 95 that Skidge did, um, okay. and the elevations are different. He was, and it was because y'all were using different datums. Right, so, he would be on, yeah. Huh? I was going to say that he would be on the 29 at the time. And what year did you say that was from? 95. So that was even before that map was updated, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Map is... it, it, it wasn't mapped when they, when they did this, when they did this. Huh. And so, and then floodplain development was done by road and bridge back then. And so, yeah, it's the, we're going to, I don't know what the regulate, what our regulations said back then, because based on your elevation certificate, it's not two feet above the base flood elevation. No, no, and I, because he has that crawl space. Plus he has that lower level. He kind of has a split level where it's slab on grade. Oh, uh, so is the slab on grade the lowest one? No, it, but that's why there's only about three tenths between the two. The house steps up when you're looking at those photos you can see the house step up a little bit uh you can see the house step up between the porch where the stairs are and stuff in the photographs and that other slab i think was an original garage oh okay Yeah, so you have the original slab, so maybe that, and then maybe they did the addition to the rest of the house and put it there just kind of parallel and going northerly. Okay. Yeah, reading through the file, it didn't sound like there was anything existing before 95, but that doesn't mean that oh, there really? wasn't. Okay. All right. Well, I told them they're going to be getting in touch with you to 
because they still had some other questions that needed to get answered. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem, you know, that hot tub is still, I remember that problem when we had Hal Jones on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that hot tub would have to get moved out of the way and then, yeah, I guess they are where they are kind of thing because they can't change too much up there. Yeah, that was the question. It was like, okay, if we're not in compliance, what do you have to do? And I was like, I've never run into that situation before, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you can't move a house. Exactly. We'll see. But there is a memo in the file saying, from 95, saying that they were in compliance in 95. Hmm. I, just, I just don't know what what was in what what the requirements were in '95. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll get to this one first, and then I'll pick that up again tomorrow. But thanks for bringing it up and let me know where you are. Yeah. No problem. Hi, Brian. You're muted. Right again. Hi guys. Hi. Hey, Alan. Yeah. Are you actually Christy? I am, yeah. Okay. I just want to, I mean, in terms of posting the audio, you know, to the website, it'll be on her Zoom account, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm signed in under her. I just changed my Okay. Name. Yeah, cool. All right, thanks. <clears throat> Got it. Thank you. Reminder. Sure. All right. <clears throat> now let's do roll call. I'm Jeff Gustafson. Uh, the rest of the board could identify themselves. Donald Prohan. Becky Lewis. Joelle and Brian, we see you're here too. Okay. And yes, please keep your microphones muted unless you're speaking. You can raise your hand. Um, there are some commands in Zoom for you to be able to do that. Uh, if you're just doing audio, you can mute or unmute supposedly by pressing star, star six. You can raise your hand by pressing star nine. And yeah, if you're participating via computer, you have cursors for that stuff or icons. 
Let's, um, as everybody has a chance to review the minutes from uh, January 11th. Yep. Do I have a motion to approve? So move. Second. Any discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. Minutes are passed. I would wonder now if there is any public comment on non-agenda matters. Hearing none, we might as well move into the, how do you pronounce that, Stan? Your last name? You're muted. My, my, my last name is Fulquet. 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 Uh-huh. Fulquet. Okay. The Fulquet, um, and I'm sure I'm butchering that, uh, variants. <laughs> it's okay. It'd be nice if I could grab this window and move it. Stan, I'm going to go ahead and introduce the project, and then if you want to follow me, uh, with anything that I leave out. So, yep. Sounds so, good. Okay. Uh, Stan and his wife, Nellie, own uh, Lot 4 Steamboat Hills subdivision. That comes off of uh, Red Stag Lane. Red Stag Lane is off of County Road 35. I think you saw your packets. Uh, is this proper order or does Alan introduce usually? I'm sorry. Um, you know, I think uh, you can go ahead. Um, Walter, if you want to share your screen. I, Alan's got it up here. I can take what he has showing. Okay, good enough. Go yeah. ahead, continue. Okay, thank you. So it's in the northeast corner of the subdivision. There's, uh, I think, five lots on this subdivision still. The road Red Stag Lane hasn't been maintained by the county. It was never built to county specs, so it's been privately maintained. The owner on lot five has been doing most of the maintenance for the last 20 plus years. Uh, it's continued to develop, and uh, but Stan's house has been the original house with a two bedroom was constructed, I think we found in 1991, and I have to check my notes there. Uh, and at this time, he's petitioning because of the MRE 50 foot setbacks, petitioning to build a shop garage for campers, equipment, uh, personal belongings that he wants to put in this garage. There has been approved on the south line of lot four, the southeasterly line for lot five, and we include some photos there. There's a building there, a 60 by 40, another shop building barn for uh, the neighbor to the south who's kind of a car aficionado. And so this is, uh, this got a variance of one foot because of water body setbacks of the creek that runs parallel to County Road 35. In our instance, uh, we're petitioning for a variance and the least amount necessary to construct this because of the slopes. And we did do a slope analysis that we included in here. Thank you, Alan. And so the brown areas here are slopes greater than 30%. There's an intermix, uh, the triangulating for the digital terrain model is pretty accurate. And we're using uh, LIDAR data. So we didn't want to push it too much further up the hill. And that was one of the uh, public comments from the neighbor that we could get further up the hill into a stem wall situation. But as you got up there, we're kind of on a, a three to one and we'd be doing a double stack. 
previously some uh, previous owners on the lot were uh, from the Scandinavian area, actually, uniquely, and they built some of those retaining walls that make up that split in the grade going through where our barn is located. So they did some terrace gardening there that still remains. We'd like to kind of push those boulders back up and use that on the north side of the house to be a boulder wall. The next challenge that came in up here was how to access this barn. That's not something about location so much, but I'll just uh, put a few comments to it. So it's narrow. If you look again at this slope analysis, you'll see in the cul-de-sac area, there's been this cargo container for a number of years. He's kind of crowding everybody else to the left side of the driveway in the cul-de-sac. And so going around that is where Stan's driveway currently is. It's only 12 feet wide, but it goes up about a 14%. So we'd like to widen that driveway and have a wider mouth entry that would then spill over, come through the top of the cul-de-sac and per drive to the right and access. So he's got a, there it is. Thank you, Alan. And so We've got some downhill grading that we're able to grade at three to one towards the neighbors uh, and then put the driveway in there, still trying to continue it as a, a single entry. So we're not doing a double entry on that driveway. So we do want to get some more width on the driveway, but to look at what the challenges are on this lot and why, the, uh, why we're making the application here to the board is, you know, the peculiar circumstances the 50 foot setback greatly restricts the buildable area within the lot, pushes it into steeper slopes. The easterly side of the lot has to cross a pretty substantial seasonal drainage that was showed in the slope analysis, 30% slopes are greater. You could get over there, but you can't get up the hill at the 50 so much. So we try to keep it towards the front. Uh, as I said, this subdivision was created in 1969, zoning's 1972. Uh, the total acreage of the lot is just 1.73 acres. So it's a rather smaller lot for this area of the county. And uh, we don't feel it's gonna diminish the use or enjoyment of the adjacent property owners as we spoke to. And there's some photos in here of the barn under construction. But Stan's looking at a lot of that barn. The neighbor's gonna be shielded from seeing some parts of it and still have it behind them. But if it was pushed back at the 50, it would still be a visual impact to the neighbor from the south. There's been no other comments from any other neighbors that I'm aware of. And uh, we feel this is the least variance necessary to get the use and enjoyment of uh, Mr. Folcott's property. I don't know if Stan would like to add anything. No, um, yeah, pretty much what you said, uh, Walt. Uh, we, uh, we did some changes uh, to the original design and uh, just to try to make it as uh, the best possible for everyone. And, uh, and yeah, we think that uh, is the best we can do. Yeah, I don't know if staff wants to now follow up the report or if there's any questions from anyone on the board. Jeff, you're muted.
Sorry, I was muted. Staff is next. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Walter summed it up pretty well what the request is. And uh, I just wanna go through how the, this application was processed and um, all of that. So this hearing was originally scheduled for March and prior to the staff report going out, uh, I was in discussion with the applicant and told them that based on the design that had been submitted at that time, that staff was not going to be able to recommend approval. And so because of that, they asked if the application could get tabled and or postponed. And that's what, so that they could redesign the plan and present it and hopefully get a positive recommendation from staff. And so they requested that it be postponed and all of the, everybody that had reached out to staff and provided comments was made aware that the hearing was gonna get postponed. It was, that fact was posted all over the, the county's website and it was posted to the agenda that was created for that hearing just to say that the, the hearing had been postponed. So, uh, and then all of the, all of the neighbors were, or the neighbor that had provided comments was notified of the new hearing dates. I've only gotten comments from that one neighbor, lot five to the south, have not gotten any comments from any of the, the other neighbors. Uh, <clears throat> and so Walter did a good job of explaining the history of uh, how the, the site developed and uh, addressed the, the five criteria. And staff does agree with uh, Walter's assessment and we did recommend approval of this application uh, due to the, the steep slopes to the north of the building site, the seasonal drainage that's in the eastern portion of the property, uh, the fact that it is uh, less than two acres and zoned MRE where the minimum lot size for the MRE zone district is five acres. Uh, that it wouldn't diminish the use value or enjoyment of any of the neighboring properties. The, because of the configuration of the structures on lot five, the the garage that is one foot from the property line will vote will block most of the views from the residents. It won't block all of the views of this proposed structure, but will block most of it. Um, so based on that fact and uh, all of the others mentioned, staff recommended approval of this application. So that's all I've got for now. Jeff, you're muted. Oops. Um, next in line would be uh, Board of Adjustment members and any questions that uh, they may have. 
I didn't have a good understanding of the um, objection of lot five. I read the letter, but it was, it seemed like it was um, a little bit um, form over substance, so to speak. So what are the, the substantive, if there are any, um, complaints of lot five? Uh, so lot five does have a representative here. So I would defer your comment till uh, your question until public comment and uh, the, uh, the representative for lot five can answer your question. Okay, thank you. Any other questions, Becky? No. Okay, Don? Anything? Uh, the only thing, uh, is that uh, stack stone wall already in position? The dry stack boulder wall? It, it is the one that's shown on the site plan right here? Correct. No, it is not. So okay. if you look at these pictures right here that were included in the staff report, you can see it kind of like terraces, there's a flat area, then a terrace, and then a flat area, and then a terrace. And okay. so what Walter had stated is that the, the, the boulders that are used to create these terraces will be removed and used to create the wall along the, the northern <clears throat> slope. Okay, all right, okay, thank you. Joella, do you have anything? No, I don't. Brian? I have no questions. So next in line, I guess, if that's all we have from the uh, board, I don't have anything at this time. I would solicit comment from the public. Caleb Simon here. Uh, I am here on behalf of Lot 5 um, to specifically answer what our objections are to this variance. Um, it's more of a, a procedural nature in procedural nature of how the process was completed to get it before the board uh, um, among what the zoning is currently as MRE zoning and um, so a couple things is like, what constitutes notice uh, when a meeting is postponed? Although it was postponed, no additional notice was provided to anybody of when the next one was until the week of. And I feel, felt like that the notice should again be put into the paper, put onto, uh, into letters stating that the application for the variance has been moved to today's date. Um, you know, the, the additional sign for the property uh, variance did not go up until Saturday the 10th, which was just a couple days ago. Um, concerning the MRE zoning, uh, you know, in general throughout Route County, um, you know, I did a little bit of research on the uh, Route County GIS, and I couldn't find any other property that provided any structures within uh, 
or less than 50 feet apart. You know, and, and that seems to me that what that really states is that, you know, in general purpose, the Route County zoning regulations are there to, you know, say, let's not put structures closer than 50 feet apart. And I can't find any other property within Route County that shows that what we're doing here is still following within it. Even though that there's a variance requested, these two buildings are still going to be closer than 50 feet apart. I mean, if we were to go down to the nitty gritty, they should really be 100 feet apart. And yes, we're 75 feet from the existing residence on lot four for the barn on lot five. These two new structures, or sorry, this new structure that uh, Mr. Fulquit is intending to build is going to be approximately 41 feet from the existing garage that's on lot five. Um, you know, when we look at it that way, it seems that, you know, that really is kind of limiting the um, openness of the lot, which is kind of one of the criteria for having a variance uh, granted. And you know, I guess that another thing is, you know, staff has acknowledged that there will be impact to lot five. Um, and I kind of like to hear what is an acceptable level of impact or an acceptable loss in value, use, or enjoyment. Um, while the views from the house are obstructed by their own garage, there are other pieces of parts on the property that it will, as Walter stated, will be able to be seen, as well as what Alan said. Um, you know, it, it's also misleading to say that the existing 40 foot by eight foot cargo container that's currently in the public way has been there for many years because it hasn't. It was always located within the property of lot five and has only moved into the public way for the construction of that detached garage on lot five. Um, if you were to look at one of that, that three or four year old photo that's in this, in this submittal, the, you'll see that the, cargo container is much further back on the lot is almost in line with the existing house. So the intent is really, you know, on May 1st is to apply to road and bridge and develop this public way and right away to county standards so that the county can then take over and maintain hey, this. Caleb, if you don't mind, I'm going to jump in here a little bit. Um, sure. You're pushing five minutes. Um, and you're starting to wander, I think, a little bit away from um, what this board is here to consider, which is, sure. uh, you know, a variance for a lot four. So um, if you could maybe uh, uh, make it a little quicker. Yep, I'll, I'll just summarize my points so far. I mean, it's, it's, it's about the policies in place that are used for notification to abutting neighbors and where that where we really draw the line, um, what the MREZ zone is for, for having open creating that openness for 50 feet or greater, which we're not doing on this with this variance request, and you know you know one thing other thing is that if this building is plat if this lot subdivision was platted today, Alan has commented that 
this area would be labeled as a no build zone. So I suggest or request that if that were the case, that as a condition of approval for any further development on this lot, it would be required to have a variance as well to be able to build within that three to one slope area because there's nothing to say that they can do, can't do an addition to the house if it's within the setback. No variance is requested, but they're saying that they can't build within the three to one slope. So I, I would think that by making it a condition of approval that any further development would still require a variance to, to get. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Uh, any other public comment? Hearing none, we'll close uh, public comment. Um, any uh, discussion by the board at this point? Any more questions? Uh, anything from staff? I, I have something, Jeff. Go ahead, Don. Um, I'm, I'm just. It would, it would make it uh, some things easier for me if I had a little bit of a timeline on the construction of these two houses on the lots. Um, I was trying to read through it real quickly and I was having trouble coming up with a timeline. If you could give me that, that would help me a lot, I think. So the resident on, residents on lot four and the residents on lot five, what was the timeline on those? Uh, so the assessor has the house on both lot four and five being built in 1992. And okay. then the, the variance for the garage, the garage is under construction. The variance was obtained in, Caleb, when was that? 15, 16? Something like that. 2018. Oh, 18. Sorry, a couple years off. Uh, so does that answer your question, Don? Okay, so so they got the variance on the one foot variance in 2018. Correct. The other, the house uh, on lot four already existed at that point. Correct. Okay. And at that time, was it the same owner at that time uh, yes. of the lot, uh, lot four? Yep, lot four was the same owner as it is currently in 2018. And, and that owner, when that variance was given for that garage, uh, had no objection. I that a didn't record? handle that case, but I'm not, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Can anyone comment to that from the public? I, I can respond. Is Dan Fulgwet, the owner of Lot 4? Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, we didn't have any objection to the project at all. We didn't object at all. Okay. All right, thank you. That answers you. my question. Any other board members have anything? Make sure I'm not muted here. So I guess, um, Alan, can you speak to the notice question that came from the public? 
uh, maybe a little bit more. I think you started out by saying that uh, the meeting was tabled, uh, excuse me, the application was tabled. Um, we rescheduled the meeting. Uh, we didn't really have a formal notice or um, I guess, talk to me about that. Yeah, so there was not a formal notice of the meeting being postponed. Uh, as soon as I got the request to table it, I let Caleb know, which was the week before the, actually it was probably the Monday before the, the original hearing back in March. And then when we created the agenda for, uh, for that March uh, hearing, we put canceled across the top. We put it on the, the, the county website. Uh, we put it on the calendar that was on the county website. Uh, and Caleb was the only person that had notified me that they had any comments or objections. And so I expressed it to him. Um, the tenant that lives in lot five was where that the hearing got got postponed and uh, none of the neighbors had reached out to me for comment. So uh, it's our opinion that, or it's staff's opinion that we notified everybody that had an interest in it. It was advertised on the agenda. It was advertised on the calendar and therefore met the met the public notice requirements. So it's staff's opinion that uh, our hearing tonight has been properly notified or Correct. noticed, excuse me. Correct. Moving on, I guess, to the, my next question. Uh, the um, applicant has uh, made the statement that the intent of the zoning for MRE was to maintain 50 foot building separation. Uh, can you speak to that? I would, I would agree that that is the intent of the zoning regulations. The intent of the zoning regulations was also for that requirement to apply to five acre lots and not 1.7 acre lots. So although we do recognize the fact that there are 50 foot setbacks, there are 50 foot setbacks on a lot that is less than half of the required size in that zone district. So because of the small, because of the, the size of the lot, staff felt that the, the requested variance was appropriate. And ultimately that's why we're here. Um, okay, I don't know if we want to discuss um, adding a condition regarding variance for additional improvements on the lot. Alan, if the um, applicant decides that they want to build out into an area that is too steep, would they need to apply for a variance for that? 
No, there is a very specific list of items that the Board of Adjustment can grant variances to. Uh, and steep slopes are, are not that. Uh, steep slopes are identified through the subdivision process <clears throat> and put on any restrictions as a result from development constraints would show up on the plat and the and staff would look to the plat for any development constraints or so, restrictions that exist. So staff does and, and variances are project and site specific. And so uh, we are specifically looking at the barn and what happens with the house is in staff's opinion, not really subject to this discussion. And so it's our opinion that the that condition shouldn't, should not be included, uh, but the Board of Adjustment, it is certainly within your purview to add that restriction if you feel it's appropriate. Okay. I think that's really all I had. Uh, Anything else from the board or staff? Um, my, my comment is, I guess, with the idea of, of not having the 50 feet, um, if the variance given to lot four was equivalent to what is being asked for by lot five, there would be much more than that 50 feet. But the 50 feet is partly caused by Lot four getting a one foot variance. So I'm, I'm having trouble. Um, I guess what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Maybe that's that kind of applies here. But I'm having trouble seeing how lot four can complain about what lot five is asking for given what lot four got. Um, and I'm, I'm also not inclined to add any kind of condition onto lot five about something that we otherwise would not um, have to approve. Okay, anything else? I would entertain a motion. I would move to approve. Do I have a second? I second it. Um, um, and actually, let, let's back up a little bit. Yeah. Becky, you made that motion, did you not? You're muted, Becky. Sorry. Yes, I did. And it would include um, the findings of fact and, and conditions that are standardly put on by the, by the staff. Okay. Uh, do you have okay. anything to Okay. So Becky, the one, th so you're citing the findings of fact and the, and the conditions of approval that are in the staff report. Correct. Okay. So I have a second. And I second that. Any discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Uh, the uh, application is approved. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with your building. Thank you very much.
Adjustment Board and Alan for your time. Yeah, thanks for the public. Um, and Thank the you. Presentation. Um, moving on, administrator's report. Do we have anything? Uh, no, wait, we do not have any variance applications right now. I think we've spoken to several people that are interested in it, uh, but no formal applications. So um, you're off for at least the next two months, mm. maybe longer. Hey, Alex, did, did, the, did the board uh, appoint any new board of adjustment members? Uh, I don't know. I think they did, but I don't have that information. Okay. We had one opening, right, for an alternate? I think so. There were uh, planning, there were planning commission and board of adjustment interviews, and I think there were like, they had to stretch it out over three weeks to be able to accommodate all of the applicants. So um, that's a kind of Christie's deal to coordinate. And uh, it was so complicated and confusing. I don't remember exactly what the, what the outcome was. Okay. So, but I'll have, I'll, I'll have Christy send out an email or get in touch with everybody to let them know what, what those decisions were. Okay. Sounds good. Um, if, Nobody else has anything, I guess I would move to adjourn. Second. Whatever. There, there we are. I think we're done, guys. Um, right. Sounds like an indeterminate period before we all see each other again. So, yeah. Good seeing y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah, have a good night. Yep. yep. See you guys. Bye, everyone. Right, bye. Thanks. Bye bye.